This week on The Want List, we take a trip to Bedrock, check out a few custom creations, including a Walter White figure, and wrap it up with a bit of engineering. I'm your host, Zach Wolf, and let's jump into this week's products. So the first thing up this week is a new uh, line of Funko Mini uh, Pop Vinyl figures. Not mini, just Pop Vinyl figures. And uh, this time, Pop Vinyl is taking a look at some Hanna-Barbera properties. And we're getting four new figures from the company, including Fred Flintstone, Barney Rubble, Frankenstein Jr., and Hong Kong Fooey. Now, I have uh, really no idea who Frankenstein Jr. is. I'm, a, I'm, I'm very aware of uh, the Flintstone characters, and I'm uh, uh, mildly aware of who Hong Kong Fooey is, but this uh, Frankenstein Jr. character, I have no idea who he is. But I gotta, I gotta tell you, I really like the design, and I need to look him up on the internet, because it looks like some crazy robot, and not the Frankenstein character that uh, I'm used to. So I'm sure a lot of people out there are familiar with all these characters, and what want them added to their collection of pop vinyl figures? I love pop vinyl. I have a few on my desk with uh, Obi Wan and Darth Vader, and I think they have a wide selection that anyone can choose from. There's always something from everyone uh, for pop vinyl, and I think uh, the Fred Flintstone and Barney Rubble characters look uh, really good. Um, they don't have a mouth, which is always weird. I think for uh, some of these uh, pop vinyl. Uh, figures that don't always have mouths, which just gives them a little uh, off, especially with human-like figures. You would still expect them to have a mouth. But that's just uh, the way Pop Vinyl does some stuff. So I think uh, these will be coming out uh, sometime in August for a price tag of only $9.99. It's not going to break the bank to add a little bit of fun to a desk at your work or um, maybe your dinner table. I think this would be great <laughs> as uh, centerpieces. Um, so you can probably pick those up on the internet. A lot of uh, stores all across the internet, or maybe your local McFarland toys if you have one of those. So I was trolling around on the internet looking for new products for this week, and I stumbled on something crazy over on Reddit, and I followed a bunch of links, as one does on Reddit, and ended up uh, at what is essentially some art pieces that were created for a solo art exhibit in New York. And these pieces... Uh, are created by Renette Muller. I totally pronounced that name wrong. Um, but if you want to look it up, it's R-E-A-N-T-E-M-U with an umlaut over it, L-L-E-R. Uh, or it's down in the show notes. Um, but what she has created are some kind of freaks of nature toys that are actually ridiculously cute looking. So what they are is a lot of double-headed toys. Uh, so the ones she'd made for this show are... A double face seal, so it's two seal heads connected with like one body facing opposite directions. And there's also a double face hippopotamus and rhinoceros creation that looks like a, something out of Frankenstein's lab. And then a crazy mutated two headed turtle that looks uh, quite awesome. And then a double face hippo with hippo faces on both sides. So this uh, really piqued my interest when uh, I first saw it. So I started doing some reading, and this designer was. Uh, uh, asked to make another solo exhibit for R in Company, which is a, a New York-based kind of thing. Um, she has originally designed toys before, and originally when she made them, her toys are designed for therapeutic use for children with disabilities. And um, so that's, I mean, that's pretty cool. Um, what these are made out of is jute, which I don't really know what that is, wood and leather. 
So they look uh, really high quality, and they actually are a lot uh, larger than I would assume from the pictures, uh, especially the seal. They're um, almost two or three feet long. Almost you could like ride on them. Um, the only problem with this is, is they are kind of one of of a kind pieces. She made 26, and they only show a couple off. Um, so if you uh, follow links to in the show notes to Arn Company, uh, you can see some of the pieces, but they don't actually tell you how much they are because it is an art exhibit kind of thing. So price is available upon request. But if these things are mass produced or um, you can get your hand on a few of them, I think they'd be really cool uh, in a kid's uh, nursery or just something to take along with on weird rides if you want to freak out some other kids of, hey, look at my two-headed hippo thing. Uh, I, I think kids will get a kick out of these. I think uh, my little brother and sister would have found these uh, fascinating when they were little. They're just uh, one of those weird kind of quirky things that kids get, but just a little bit different. Um, so you should check those out. They're definitely kind of a one-of-a-kind piece. And speaking of one-of-kind pieces, our third product for this week is a custom-built EVA-8 shotgun from Titanfall. This uh, creation was put up by user Nick Brick, and it is super cool. Um, not many weapons you usually see in the Lego line of builds, so this is kind of a unique piece. I don't think actually uh, uh, Lego sells really any kind of weapon uh, build uh, straight from the store. I'm sure people have made custom ones before, and this would be stuck up right next against them. I haven't played Titanfall, but Steven... Uh, of major spoilers, obviously, uh, has played Titanfall, and he talks about to me all the time about how horrible he is, so I'm sure he's probably somewhat familiar with this uh, shotgun. Now, some cool features uh, uh, that Nick has included on this build is a pump action for the shotgun, and then a detachable ammo uh, uh, round clip thing. I don't know what those are called when they're round. Uh, I just know clip, so I'm just going to call this a clip also. Uh, it is detachable, which I think is a nice addition to this gun. And then he threw on a strap, a Lego branded strap, which I don't uh, know what that is from. Maybe some bag or tote he got from a Lego store. I've never seen a Lego branded strap like that. It's very interesting and uh, just adds a little bit more to the build. Uh, this is like a full size replica of the gun. And he's posted a lot of pictures up that we will link to in the show notes and including a video of him uh, demonstrating the pump action and the usable trigger. Unfortunately, nothing actually comes out of the gun, which is probably a good thing, because that'd be a real safety hazard. Um, what I was interested in about this was I would be interested to see how well this would get supported on Lego Kuso. I think uh, it's a well-designed build, so I think people will get behind that. Titanfall is a pretty big game this year, so there's a lot of fans of the property. I'm sure there's some crossover between fans of Titanfall and fans of Legos. So I'd be interested to see... Uh, if he put this build up on Kuso, if it got a lot of support. And then I think it would probably get stopped at the Lego. If it did, he would just 10,000. I think it would get stopped by Lego. I don't think it falls within their normal supply of uh, Lego sets. I mean, Shaun of the Dead uh, with the pub uh, got vetoed down by Lego based on criteria within their own organization. So I have a feeling that if this made it that far, that we would probably see Lego say, no, this isn't one for us. But I would I'd really be interested to see if Nick threw this up on Kuso and to see what uh, response I got. So, Nick, if you happen to be a listener of The Want List, um, you should throw that up. And then we'll talk about it on the show. And we'd like, I'd like to see how many uh, supporters you can get behind that. That'd be really cool. 
Um, so yeah, you can check out the video and all the images down in the show, in the show notes. I highly recommend it. Uh, great, great build from Nick Brick. And for our last product of the week, kind of whipping through these, is another custom toy. Uh, it is a six-scale Breaking Bad Walter White figure. Now, I've seen a lot of custom-built figures in my time, cruise the internet, but this one is above the rest. This one looks like it came from Hot Toys. It actually says in the description, this is not a Hot Toys build. This is my own custom build. This is what you're bidding on. It is on eBay. So this is actually one you are able to purchase if you listen to it within the bidding dates. So what he's, uh, I don't know who this is, but uh, by Mo, that's what it says. Professionally painted with authentic Kim suit by Mo. So this is Walter White uh, in the lab with his yellow suit on and a white shirt underneath and then you can this is also has blue gloves and he's wearing oh no 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 glasses uh, yellow boots white undershirt and body included um there is a picture with a replaceable head i think of walter white with glasses the one that's prominent in the video he's put made and pictures are walt without glasses but uh he says it's included in the pictures so i would assume this would be Another head that you could uh, swap out. It's nothing else. Uh, they do say that the the suit is rather fragile and some damage happened to it. They actually put it on, but it's honestly freaky how accurate this figure is. Um, I think uh, Kotobukiya and Hot Toys certainly uh, can make a really a lot of lifelike figures, but this one uh, captures Walt in a way that is pretty dead on, especially for the last, uh, like, two seasons of the show. Kind of has that face with all the line, the wrinkle lines, kind of just embedded into his skin with that weird look, like, I'm going to kill you, or I'm probably just going to kill you with his goatee. Uh, so if you're a fan of Breaking Bad, you absolutely need to check this figure out. And maybe you would want to bid on it also. Currently, the Buy It Now price is $549.99, which, um, I mean, if this was from Hot Toys, a six-scale figure, that would be way high for what a a figure of that size would run. But this is a one-of-a-kind figure. It is a custom uh, sculpted and painted figure, so it's not outrageous that someone would pay $515. Uh, obviously, no one has bought it yet as of this recording. Hopefully, uh, no one has when you're listening, and you can go over there and snag it for yourself. I think if I had a whole lot of disposable income, and uh, I said I really wanted a Walter White figure, this would be the one that I would want. Um, they, I mean, they say there's a little damage to it. Nothing really major. It's a tiny hole from when they put it on, the, the Kim suit on, uh, over its body. But uh, this is certainly a figure that any Breaking Bad fan would want. Now, the question is just if you can afford it and you get there before someone else can grab it. So, if this sounds interesting to you, link down in the show notes to images and the eBay page. So, you need to go check it out for yourself. I love it, and I'm sure you will also. And for our bit of news this week on the want list, we're going to talk a little bit about the girl-targeted engineering toy company, Goldiebox. Now, Goldiebox kind of made a splash a few months ago with one of the commercials uh, not for really of a good reason with their Beastie Boys lawsuit incident kind of thing that happened with their last commercial. 
Um, they've kind of worked that off, and now they're back. So Goldie Box is a company that raised uh, two over two over two hundred eighty-five thousand dollars on Kickstarter um, to make a product line of engineering toys that are geared towards uh, little girls to get them excited and um, more willing to look as engineering as a field as they get older. And so they kind of made a splash then, and then there was kind of that horrible publicity thing with the Beastie Boys. But now they're back. They made a new commercial, and they're ready to give it a go again. So I thought we'd talk a little bit about this. Um, down in the show notes, you can uh, watch the video, or it might just be embedded on the page, of the new commercial, which is a kind of a play on the This Is Your Brain on Drugs PSA that ran. Oh, I think that was like in the 80s before I was even born. But I think we've all uh, seen that PSA. So it's essentially a girl dressed up like as a Kim fairy, uh, like an engineer fairy, which is very nice. And uh, they said, this is an egg, and this is your egg as a princess or on princess. And she decorates it up really nice with big eyes and a bow and uh, certain things. And then uh, she's putting it on the Goldie Box, uh, Goldie Blocks uh, set of toys that on a conveyor belt. And it's uh, rolling down everything. And then after she gets off the princess, she says, this is your brain on engineering. And uh, the egg kind of falls into this thing, and it goes through this huge, crazy contraption that she's controlling using all the pieces from Goldie Blocks. And uh, this is your brain on engineering now. And along the way, it's giving a lot of facts about uh, engineering in the future and how necessary the engineering jobs are going to be and um, how small the women represent engineering in that field. All geared towards, hey, girls can do this too. And let's get them excited about that career path through our toys, which I think is a great thing. And I think it's a trend that we're seeing a lot in the toy industry now um, with things more geared towards girls. I mean, um, or just with a better mindset involved in not hurting our development of children at young ages. We talked a few weeks ago about uh, that new doll that is being created with a better to foster a better body image in girls to have a more realistic proportions. And I think this is kind of on the same line of let's impact our kids in a positive way while still giving them a toy they can still enjoy. And that's what some people have commented about, um, at stories of especially Goldie blocks of, well, aren't they still contributing to the girls only like princess things mindset with pink and purple toys. And some of some people have talked about this before, and in the comments also saying, um, "Well, you still want to get girls attracted to the toys. Girls um, don't necessarily have to like pink and purple, but a lot of girls do. And if their rooms are decorated that, they can still blend in with our toys. So um, I think it's kind of like a tricking mechanism. I think Legos are a big trick of look how fun Legos are, and look all these things you can create. But I think it gives this mindset of problem solving." and engineering and architecture, and it kind of just tricks kids into learning those kinds of things. And so I think it's uh, I think it's still a good thing that these um, Goldie Blocks are still color-oriented towards a girl uh, hue, a girl hue in quotations, of course. Um, not saying the girls can only have pink and purple stuff, but it kind of just goes that way. So girls, I think it's a girls-only toy kind of uh and so they can be, say, this is a thing for me to enjoy, 
and now we can learn and not just have to play with dolls and everything. So I think it's a I think it's a good company that people should check out, and I think uh, a lot of things will be changing in the toy aisle gender wise. I think a few episodes ago on the Major Spoilers podcast, Stephen had been talking about uh, Lego integrating um girl sets and boy sets and commenting on the new girl centric sets how awesome they are based on disney properties and so we're certainly seeing um new girl centric toys coming up that kind of start breaking that mold of girls can only play with certain things that has been set for so long and then this article on wired when i uh first saw these in uh videos they talk about thick oldie box creators how if he took you down to one of the big toy shows in new york it's all white dudes in suits and now these white dudes in suits are having girls and they realize that uh they've kind of let girls down and that's where a lot of the changes are coming from and so yeah it's a good change i think uh, we can all support that and that's going to wrap it up this week on the want list no uh kuso segment this week i couldn't uh, find anything I think that was worth talking about. We've talked a lot of the big sets and sets and big successes on that site so far. So I think if you can find anything on there, uh, certainly send it my way. Or if you have anything else you'd kind of like to promote on the want list, send it over to me. And um, we'll give you a little shout out maybe at the end of the show. I mean, that's what we'll start doing. If you had a product or something you found, uh, send it over to me on Twitter at, at ZWolf. And we can include it in some future shows to maybe give you some promotion or uh, something you found. So that'd be, uh, I think, a good way to fill that time if we can't find anything over on the Kuso site. So that's the end of this episode. Uh, make sure you have Majorspoilers.com to comment on any of these stories and products we've talked about and to check out all the links for the products in the show notes and give your thoughts there. While you're there, click on Amazon.com links. You can go shop and buy all the items off your want list. It's not going to cost you any extra, but a little bit will come back to the site. Uh, remember, we are listed on iTunes and Stitcher, to, so subscribe there, leave some comments, and give us a rating so we can move up the charts so more people can start listening to the Want List and share with a friend. That's always a good way to spread the Want List joy and love. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at, at @zwolf so we can interact throughout the week and share our crazy stories with one another. So that's the end of the episode. We will talk with you again next week. <laughs>